Okay. Hello, Moon and Star. Welcome to episode 9 of the Daniel K's Let's Plays Presents Digimon for Sleep series. I'm coming at you pre-recorded from the food hall in uh, Midland Gate Shopping Centre. It's a much less private recording experience for me, but we'll see if we can make it work, shall we? Not too sure if the game audio is coming through. I mean, it's the closest thing to the microphone. Is this a good idea? Hmm. Maybe I'll take this recording around the corner and listen to it. Don't have my headphones or anything, I just have to find a quiet corner somewhere in this mad house. And I'll see if this is if this audio is usable at all. Alright, well I'm glad I checked. Because no. Game audio was completely inaudible. Um so yeah, here we are in the underground car park beneath Midland Gate Shopping Centre. Above me. Um, I'm not quite directly below the food court, so it's not like I've just sort of moved down several meters and I'm in exactly the same place, but I'm not that far off, to be honest. Um, and here we are, in the episode selection screen. Um, we could, of course, move on to the next main quest, with Izzy as the leader. It takes, uh, it takes place in an area in the Never Eat Soggy Wheat Bix, the northwest of the island, called Factorial Town. Factorial Town, on the northwest coast, in a rocky-looking area. Um, or, um, what I'm going to go with instead, in fact, is uh, is this um, side quest called Piermon Runs Amok. And it takes place in the same location as last episode. And I've just read that the location is called the Gear Savannah. So off we go to the Gear Savannah, on the west coast of this little island. Piemon runs amok with uh, Sora as the leader. Um, 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 we'll keep the party the same. That way, I don't need to change around all of the um, the digi pieces. Episode start. Start Piemon runs amok. Yes, yeah, start Piemon runs amok. Absolutely, let's do it. Huh? Piemon says, "Oh, Sora, look." And we're walking down a desert path in the same deserty environment as before, but we've got uh, Mimi and uh, Palmon with us. Maybe in this episode we'll be able to make up for giving Mimi such a stern telling off in that last episode. I'm sorry, everyone. I just couldn't help it. Sora Takauchi says, Hey, there's a Pyokemon. Why is it in such a hurry? And the Pyokemon is running towards us frantically, and it's going, Piamon, Sora, help! And Mimi says, calm down, tell us what's happened. Howie, howie, says the Pikamon, and then it runs away. Oh no. What are we going to do? It's just gone. Palmon, the cactus, said, ah, it left without saying anything. Let's go to the Pyokemon village, says Sora. Yeah, okay, Sora. The Pyokemon speaks up. Sora, Piamon, over here! Here we are in the Pyokemon village, just like in last episode. What in the world is going on? asks Sora Takanuchi. Some Pyokemon left the village to look for Digi Strawberries, and they haven't come back! Oh no! They have gone missing on the hunt for Digi Strawberries. A strawberry is a desert crop, listeners. Can you grow strawberries in a desert? I guess, probably. Where, do, where are, I mean, it's so hard to tell with like fruit crops, isn't it? 
because they've been um, domesticated to such an extent that what does a wild strawberry look like? Is there such a thing as a wild strawberry? What's the history of strawberries? Probably it goes back so far that the original strawberry no longer exists, you know? Like chickens. There's no wild chickens, it's just domesticated chickens. Is it the same for strawberries? Could you be walking along and find, like, undomesticated strawberries? Editor Dan? What do you reckon? Do you think you could tell us? Okay, well it's time for Strawberry Chat, listeners, with your old friend, Editor Dan, sitting here at my computer, having done some research on strawberries. And yeah, my hunch was mostly correct, but uh, yeah, there, there was certainly some interesting stuff to learn about strawberries for me just then to learn and to now impart to you listening in bed. So your common or garden strawberry, the plain old shopping supermarket strawberry we all know and love, is about 250 years old and I was kind of spot on. It's a hybrid of two wild strawberry species. Um, so it, it doesn't grow from seeds. You'll never see a, a garden strawberry out in the wild sprouting. You can only cultivate it by, um, by, by, yeah, transplanting clippings or those little, it's got these little like, uh, creepers which creep out and you get one of them, snip it off and then, yeah, you, you got yourself a new, the same strawberry plant. That's how it goes and how it has gone since 250 years ago where, um, when, I should say, uh, I'm going to read to you from the authority on strawberries berries.net.au on their information page about strawberries they have this to say about the history this precise beginning of the common garden strawberry according to its wikipedia entry the garden strawberry was first bred in Brittany in northern France in the 1950s by way of a cross of two American uh, 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 strawberries I'm paraphrasing a little here, but there you go. Now, I was totally wrong about there not being any wild strawberries, you know, like chickens. There's, there's more than 20 varieties, according to um, the Encyclopedia Britannica, uh, including many which are cultivated, just like the common garden strawberry. But for, So, for example, you might try and find yourself a musk strawberry, or F. moscata. It's cultivated in some areas for its unique musky aroma and flavour. So why don't, you, why don't you go out there, listeners, today and try and find yourself a musk strawberry. The alternative uh, <laughs> cultivated supermarket strawberry. Never heard of musk strawberries. But if you're walking through fields in the temperate regions anywhere in the northern hemisphere, so if you're in Eurasia or the Americas, um, I think, you, may, you might find a wild strawberry because there's, yeah, there's tons of them. They're just littler. Than, than, a, than a supermarket strawberry. And that's everything I've learned about strawberries. Hope you're enjoying the episode, listeners. Uh, yeah. B -b Goodbye. Thanks, Editor Dan. I'm really glad I asked. Okay, yeah, so some Pokemon went looking for Digi Strawberries. Oh, I know where to find Digi Strawberries, says Piermon. Why don't we go look for them together, Sora? Yeah, of course. How many Pokemon are missing, asks Sora. Ah, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five in total, says the Pokemon. Oh, I got it, all right. Well, let's look for them, says Sora. So we're looking for five missing Pokemon. Hey, little Pokemon, have you got any more information for me now that I have control of, uh, control of the character? 
Um, how many Pokemon do we need to find? Asked Sora. Why, there are five left. Keep it up, says Pokemon. Okay, so you remember last episode? How we mostly just went around the village looking for Pokemon? It looks like I'm about to be going around there everywhere else as well, also looking for Pokemon in this episode. In this episode, we're going to look for Pokemon. There's another one here in the village, next to the old well. The infamous, the historical well of Pokemon Village. Let's see, uh, let's see if we just talk to this village Pokemon. Are you one of the missing Pokemon? We Pokemon and Merrimon have been doing fine since that incident. But right now I'm more worried about the Pokemon who have not returned. Nah, I guess it's not a, yeah. Not a missing Pokemon, just a normal Pokemon. We'll find them as soon as we can, assures Sora. Sora assures the Pokemon. Alright. Well, they're not going to be where we came from outside the village. They're going to be down this path on the at the back of the village, right? So it's... Oh? Oh? Okay. There's an invisible wall here. What well, looks like a path is just an invisible wall. On the way to that... Um, that uh, Tower of Babel-looking Outlook Mountain. So I guess we have to go back the way we came. We're not going back to the desert, are we? No, we're going in the desert. We're back in the desert maze. Oh no, <laughs> I, I hated it here. I hated it here. It was just a desert full of baddies. Oh, I'm being chased by a mushroom mon. Oh well, there we go, victory. So there we have it. The, the pig noises are in full effect, listeners. Hope you enjoyed that pig noise. I'm sure there'll be many more pig noises in this episode. I, I'm i recording this episode right now, so of course I haven't edited it. But I also haven't gone out onto the internet to see if there's any good pig noises. So I got no idea about the quality of these pig noises. That's the funny thing I learned about editing. Cow noises. There's tons of really good ones. Goat noises. Not so many. Whale noises. Almost none. Um, so, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how many good uh, good pig noises I can find, Editor Dan can find, and stick in there. Um, hey, while I'm at it, um, I have an idea. I, I picked up an Attack Boost 3. Uh, at the very end of last episode. I'm going to stick it on Gabumon. And I'm also going to, let's see, unequip his special boost. And I'm going to see if I can stack attack boosts. So I'll take an attack boost off of Piamon. Attack boost. There we go. I'm going to see if I can put both attack boosts on Gabumon. Uh, on Gabamon. Yeah. Yeah, I can, except his shape doesn't... There's, there's no way that this puzzle will fit together. Oh, no, there is. I just need to remove the healing ability and put it in a different branch. The right-hand branch. There we are. So now Gabumon is going to go full attack build. He's got two attack boosting digipieces and he's got the healing ability. So he's not going to be using any SP for uh, doing magical damage. He's going to save his SP for healing, but that's fine. He'll be able to hold his own as a as a damaging character. Uh, and I'm also going to stick a defense boost on 
Patamon, and that last SP boost might as well go on Piumon. Babbity Bing, we're all fully equipped. Okay, let's find these Digi Strawberry hunting missing Piokamons. Here's a Numamon. Nice. It does 266 damage with a single attack. It's better than both lower tier attacks he does that cost magic points. Back to the fire, listeners. Victory! Hope the pig noises are sounding good. I really am anxious about whether there's any good ones out there. I hope there are. You know, see, like, I'm sure pigs make all kinds of really weird, scary noises. Probably go like, ree, ree, and stuff like that. I'm hoping I, I can find a happy oink. Did I find a happy oink, listeners? Well, who knows? I haven't found a single Pioke. Ah! It's a Monochromamon. Uh, let me try down this path here. I haven't found a single Piokemon on this horrible maze area yet. Maybe I missed a spot here. It doesn't look like it though. No. Where are they? Are they all hiding together? I haven't found one yet. I've been searching, searching. Here's another Numamon. Alright, we beat the Numamon. Fantastic. Keep on looking for these really difficult to find Piokemons. I wonder if they're all going to be together and they're going to be like being menaced by a bunch of- Ah! 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 Okay, cool. Don't worry. It's just some Monochromamon I nearly ran into. Here's the save point. Might as well save the game, I guess. Uh, look down here to the bottom right. Yeah, just crept up on a Numamon from behind. Nice. Yeah, Patamon's physical attack does 70 damage. Um, Gabumon's did like 260 damage. And I got a slimy ball. Oh, that's what I was going to do last episode. I was going to see if I could make any cool digi pieces. Um, I'm just quickly running past a Kawagamon and another Monochromamon. All the way down here. This is just a dead end. Where are the... Oh, oh, I can see a little purple pretty flower buried in the sand. It must be a, a Piokemon. Uh, I'm just being chased by a Numamon. Let me wait for it to get puffed out. Oh gosh, it's running around in circles. It's not getting puffed out at all. It just keeps chasing me. Alright, let's just get it head on then. That one was not giving up. It was going to catch me no matter what. What the heck? It's a Numamon and a Monochromamon. You can't just sneak a Monochromamon and a Mushmon? What am I going to do, listeners? Is this going to be a running away? No. I'll see, I'll see what I can do about this situation. I'm not going to put you through the ordeal of listening to me slowly chip away at this gigantic Monochromamon. But just see you in a second, listeners, I guess. <gasps> oh! I saw a TK bonding combo, because they're friends with each other, that's cool. Um, yeah. I've got it almost down to, oh, no, I've got it down to like, it's down to two-thirds of its health, so I'm not quite halfway through this fight. But it can't damage me to the point of danger, so it's a safe fight, it's just a long fight. Um, hey, how's it going, listeners? The fight's not over yet, it's down to half health. I've just noticed that there's a little 
I now have the ability to evolve. Uh, Gabrimon can evolve, and I think Piermon can evolve in mid-battle. So I tell you what, let's use Gabamon to heal Piermon, as is his role in this party. And on Piermon's next turn, which will come after Panamon, who's just going to do a wing slap, let's see if we can evolve Piermon into Bergramon. That would be really cool. Let's see what happens. I'm going to hit that left trigger. I'm, I can digivolve into Bergramon. What let me do this? A meteor wing. Meteor wing. Wow. Uh, one, two, three, four. Did like almost 500 damage. That's pretty good to a, a really high defense monochromamon. Now we're fighting with Bergramon in the party. Like, I could Digivolve Gabumon as well. Is there any reason not to? Let's do it. Um, uh, Bergamon, just do an attack. Nice. Uh, Gabumon, Digivolve into Garurumon. Yeah, here we are. Just do... What do you, what do you reckon? Do Foxfire. Foxfire! Whoa! 846 damage! Victory! He does a backflip and howls. That was cool! And Panamon leveled up. So what let me do that? Was it just that the fight had gone on for so long that I unlocked like that? If it's a long fight. Or maybe it's to do with the intensity of the fight? How strong the enemies you're up upper gar against? Up against R? Upper gar against. Yeah, upper gar angst. Good one, Dan. 300 episodes of a podcast and you come up with upper gar angst. Oh, well, hey, look, there's a cute little blue flower in the ground. I'm examining it. Sora, look, this is where you gather digi strawberries. Wait, is this a Piyukamon or is this a digi strawberry bush? Hey, wait, something's buried here, insists Tai Chi. Ah, heave ho, says Agumon. Out pops a little Piyukamon. Yawn. Oh, that was a good nap. Oh, whoa, says Takeru Takashi. It was sleeping in the middle of the desert. Patamon said, how did you manage to sleep in this hot sand? Oh, I must have I must have fallen asleep. Thank you, Sora and Piyukamon. Piyukamon, everyone is here helping you. We've got to hurry and find the rest. There's four more. Oi, oi, oi. We're doing well, Sora, insists uh, K Kashiro Azumi, little Izzy. And Izzy and Sora's friendship went up. Of course. I mean, if it means more, um, more combo attacks. Fantastic. Friendship all the way. Oh, running away from the scary Kawagamon. Ah, oh, and this Numamon I don't want to deal with. Quickly healing at the save point. And then, uh, let's try the left branch. This way? No, really? There's none here? Where, where could they possibly all be? Are they all back right at the very start of this horrible desert maze? Listeners, I, I'm backtracking through the maze, obviously, because I'm starting at the, um... You know, I'm starting at the, the village. Yeah, here's one buried in the sand. Pretty close to the beginning, I think. There's one here, too. There's three left now, says Sora. Good job, Sora, says Duo, and friendship with Duo went up. Wow. Sora's just getting along with everyone in this episode. Well, yeah. 
Everyone's just like, wow, you're really finding these. Oh no, a mush, a mushmon. Victory, there we are. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, you're doing a good job finding these Pyukamon. Um, I got some sticky, sta sticky sap from that. Listeners, uh, in that fight, it was just with one mushmon, which is like a beginning level enemy I've been fighting through this whole game since like the first episode, second episode, I guess. I could, I was given the option to evolve my Digimon. So it's nothing to do with the length of the battle. It's nothing to do with the strength of the enemies. It's just something I can do for fun, I guess. I mean, the game hasn't tutorialized this at all. It hasn't told me what the heck is going on. Ah, Numamon. A Numamon, huh? Well, let me just let me just digivolve Piumon into Birdramon. Oh, there's a slight SP cost. Yep, basically knocks it out in one hit. Uh, yeah, it costs 5 SP to digivolve. Oh, this turn, uh, Gabumon into Garurumon. This Numamon's on like one hit point, but let's hit it with a massive Foxfire. Breathing a huge... Oh, did 1,482 damage to this tiny Numamon, because I'm just allowed to do this for basically no cost at all. This is great. Fantastic. There's a Mushmon over there. I don't want to fight another... Oh, I guess so. Okay, then. Oh, hey. 246. Yeah, that did like 900 damage. That did over 1,000 damage. Meteor Wing's amazing. Uh, Meteor Wing damages every enemy in the party for like almost 1,000 damage. Alright. Here's one last... No. Here's the, the third Pyokemon. Oh, look, it's over here. There's two left, says Sora. Keep at it, Sora, says Takeru Takashi. And our friendship went up, of course. We're all about finding Pyokemon and making friends. This is the friendship episode. We're basically back to the very beginning of the desert maze. We're, we're like, back past that first ever T-junction. Right to the start of the whole environment. Ah, a Numamon. Got it. All right. Uh... There must be... There can't be any of this desert left, right? Was this a... Um, oh, there's one last branch that I guess I'd forgotten about. Oh no, that's that's nothing. I'm just gonna go around this... Monochromamon. Around this... Um, bad guy Bugamon. Nothing here. It's a dead end. It's where the item boxes were in the last episode. Back to the very beginning of the desert environment. Here's another Pyokemon. I thought I was expecting there to be like two. Here, there's one left, says Sora. But there aren't any Digi Strawberries beyond this point, says Pyokemon. Oh no way, but we've only we've only found four, says a really dejected looking Sora. She looks so sad. Oh her shoulders are slumped. She's like her head is drooped, she's looking down. She looks just mortified. If we go past this hill, we'll get lost as well, says Piamon. And Sora's like dot 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 dot. The last one must have already returned. Come on, let's go back together, says Piamon. Listeners, do you think that it automatically teleports me back to the village? Well, you're wrong. I gotta walk all the way back. What is this? Is a big bad boss, like a big strawberry boss, gonna jump out at me? Is something going to happen on the journey back? Let's find out together, listeners. 
No. I was miraculously able to run past every single enemy. Nothing occurred, nothing jumped out at me, nothing had changed. It was just a useless journey that it made me go on. Thanks, Digimon Adventures. Gabumon, um, Yamato's Digimon with the pelt says, We're back! Yamato says, Hey, while we were looking for the lost Pyokemon, did anybody come back? I guess he's talking to this little Pyokemon, who's the Pyokemon representative in town. No, no one did, says Pyokemon. Oh no, we have to go back to the desert, says Sora. No, Sora, no. Sora, behind you, says Pyokemon. Holy moly! There's a purple poisonous wild Pyokemon. Sora's like, ah, there's another Pyokemon. Whoa. Oh, Tentamon says it's a rampaging Pyamon! We get a close-up of Pyamon's face just looking at the other Pyamon. And then the camera pans up to Sora, who's looking intense. It's a different Pyamon. Guys, keep it together. Let's fight! We're fighting against a Pyamon! Another cute bird! It's just us versus a bird. A Pyamon. Oh no, it's using magical fire on Patamon. It did 166 damage. It's a good move. It's a good bird. It's a good... Good Digimon. Piamon used magical fire on it. Oh, it did way less damage. Whoa, this is a tough Digimon. Gabumon, attack. 74. Whoa, this is a tough Digimon. Um, Patamon, air shutter. 93 damage. This. This is a tough Digimon. I think we're going to need to digivolve uh, Piamon. Gabumon, attack. Wow, only 67 despite all of your uh, attack up digi pieces. We might have to digivolve Gabumon as well. Alright. Bergeron, I select you. I like Bergeron does shout, Bergeron! Uh, I'm not going to use Meteor Wing because this is a party of one we're fighting. I'm going to use Fire Flap. Oh no, that targets all enemies as well. Oh no, what about Mac Glide? Targets one enemy. A body blow of fire with a good chance of shock. Let's do it. Mac Glide. 231. That's way better than before. Panamon. Just air shot, I guess. And then the enemy Piamon's turn. Hits us with a Spiral Wing. Does a good amount of damage. Gabumon. Digivolve to... Garurumon. Thank you. Uh, uh, Foxfire. Nothing's better than Foxfire. Looks cool. It did 438. Yeah, this, this, yeah, this thing's tough. This is going to be a long fight. I'm just going to cut to the very end of it right now. This might be the last Foxfire. Yeah, whoa, we knocked it out. And it fell over in slow motion. Like, I guess it's like dramatically pointing out the fact that we've defeated something that Piamon is. A Piamon. And that that could be seen as sad. Uh, but I'm sure it's okay. I think we've just... I, listeners, I think we've found the last Piukamon. Tentamon says, Oh, the Piamon is shrinking! And he's right, the Piamon is shrinking. Izzy says, It must have exhausted all of its energy. Oh, and it's a cute little Piukamon now. Happily uh, just sort of shuffling on the spot. And Sora says, I'm glad that no one was hurt. Yeah, me too, Sora. 
P.U. come on and says, Thanks, Sora and Piamon. We'll give you this villager's ancient treasure. Oh, wow. Thank you, says Sora. It's all thanks to you for saving us. We got HP Disc M. Recover 800 HP all allies. Looks like it's a, um... It's another digi piece that grants someone the ability to heal. So that's cool. I mean, the one I've got has been more than enough so far. But cool. Wait, wait, yeah, it heals everyone in the party. That's great. That's a really good upgrade. That could have saved uh, Bergemon at the end of last episode, if you remember. That I, I healed Gabumon and Patamon, but not Bergemon. And then, wham, bam, Bergemon got knocked out. So if I could have done them all in one hit, amazing. And for twice as much healing as the, the one I've got at the moment, fantastic. What's the SP cost going to be like? Probably bad. Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon who was uh, rampaging says, I'm sorry, I ate a Digitomato. It made me start rampaging everywhere. Yeah, you know, I've heard that about Digitomatoes. Pokemon says, we'll put a sign up to warn everyone about Digitomatoes. <laughs> oh, thank gosh. Yeah, what we need now is a warning sign about Digitomatoes. Are we going to do that? Maybe off screen. Because here we are back in the episode select menu. Okay, listeners. Alright, well. That was a pretty good one, wasn't it? I certainly enjoyed the very end of that episode. And maybe everything leading up to it was a little bit of what I might describe as a horrible desert slog. Through uh, environments that were boring to traverse the first time. Let alone the second and then inexplicably third time. It made me do it. But it was cool to see a bad guy Piamon and to have a tough, tough fight with it. And it was cool to learn that I can digivolve my Digimon. Yeah, cool, 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 all the way down. Alright listeners, you're probably asleep by now, so I'll quietly whisper to you, good night, see you in episode 10. Bye bye. As the pig got up and slowly walked away, slowly walked away, slowly walked away. As the pig got up and he turned and winked at me as he slowly walked away.